Spring deals at Ross will have you saying, it's a yes for me. Say yes to trending looks like tube tops, dad shorts, and mini skirts for less than online, or vintage tees and beach shorts for a weekend getaway. With all the styles to choose from, there's a yes around every corner. Because saving money and looking good is what you do. It's a yes for you and your bank account. Hit up Ross for your certified yes for me moment. Sometimes it takes a different approach to help you unlock your true potential. With Capella University's game-changing FlexPath learning format, you gain relevant skills you can apply to your career right away. Earn your degree from an accredited university and be confident in the quality of your education. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Capella University is accredited by the Higher Learning Commission. Learn more at capella.edu slash accreditation. So today you are going to be learning along with me. I am speaking with a gal. Her name is Brittany Moses, and she uh, reached out and we did a podcast swap. She's really um, got a lot of interesting insight to bring. She's a student, but she's wrapping up her degree um, in psychology, but she's also gotten really into studying um, how the brain is affected by food. And she has some really interesting findings that she's um, found, findings that she's found. Okay. Um, (laughs) But she's found a lot of interesting um, links and just things that she's learned through her studies. And she happened to share those with me. I had found a couple uh, pieces of information that she shared on her blog that I thought was really worth listen or learning more about and asking her about and she's you know she's very the first to say she's like I'm not a nutritionist like this isn't my whole focus but you know it is she does she does study the brain and so because she's studying the brain and the brain is an organ in the body um, she's also kind of been curious into looking a little bit deeper into how what we put in our body can affect our mental health and all of that so it was a really interesting conversation um I think you'll really enjoy it. I learned a lot. I just, I I kept pulling things from her blog that I had found and I was like, tell me more about this, you know, or I want to read this because I love that you wrote it and it was actually really helpful. So it's uh, just a kind of a fun, but also informative and just helpful episode. Again, remember not doctors, you know, continue to do research on your own, but I thought it would be an interesting conversation to have. It's a little different from what we normally talk about and I thought you might enjoy it. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Brittany Moses. You're listening to She with Jordan Lee Dooley, a personal development podcast for the everyday woman. Come invited, leave ignited. Here's your host, Jordan Lee Dooley. Brittany, welcome to the show, my friend. Hello. It's so glad to be here. Oh, I'm glad to have you. So for the listeners, fun context, we are doing a podcast swap today. So I got to chat with her on her show. And then now today we are going to talk all things health, mental health, physical wellness, everything. But before we dove into this episode, we started talking about natural deodorants and organic uh, finds and all sorts of things. So I figured it'd be fun to kind of start off before we even get into like the nitty gritty of all the things. We realized that we are both uh, natural deodorant users, which sounds funny to say. But um, Brittany, why don't you share a little bit about like your organic? Well, well before you even dive into your organic uh, 
spurt that you were on that you shared about. Uh, tell me, tell yeah. me about like your transition to organic deodorant or natural deodorant. Sorry. What do you <laughs> use? Why do you use it? Because we discovered we use like different brands. And I think this is an important conversation because a lot of people are like, should I make the switch or why is it a big deal? <laughs> and while we're going to talk about what we put into our bodies anyway today, I feel like this is a really great place to start. Yeah, I love this. Um, I love that we have a space where we can talk about my deodorant. Let me just say. <laughs> it's a safe space. So, it's a safe space. <laughs> <laughs> so I use Tom's deodorant. I'm sure like a certain number of people have at least heard about that. It's mm-hmm. at Whole Foods, Trader Joe's. And I recently made this switch, I want to say maybe a couple a year ago or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, like deodorant was one of those things where I just remember as a girl, my grandmother telling me, don't use spray deodorant because it'll break down the ozone layer or something wait really oh I've never heard that that's funny but very true something about yeah something about the chemicals or something and I'm just like I don't know how me spraying my armpits is gonna break down the (laughs) The ozone layer (laughs) my armpit is directly correlated to (laughs) climate change yeah (laughs) to climate change so traumatized by that, never use spray deodorant again. Um, but then just hearing about, I don't know, just the different things that are in our deodorants and whatnot. And I just decided I had a whole episode kind of last year, beginning of this year, of just kind of being as organic as possible. And mm-hmm. so switching over to Tom's was one of those. I can't tell you all about the brand of Tom's or all of the ingredients involved (laughs) but I use it I have to say my only issue probably is I feel like maybe it doesn't like stick as well as kind of like the the chalky ones the Mm -hmm. white you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because but it 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 works and as a girl who I, I attend I use I study at UCLA it's very hilly it's a hike every day I need that you know I need that coverage and it does the job so that's, well, that's, that's my deodorant. Well, I use, I don't know if it's a rival brand, but I've been using Primally Pure and I've been very into Primally Pure recently. Just, I think I really love, here's what I found about, about natural deodorant. I'm curious if you found this too. And, uh-huh. and this is actually something I got a whole packet from Primally Pure explaining this. It was like, you will sweat. You are supposed to sweat. It's meant to help yeah. you not smell bad. And I'm like, great. So this isn't necessarily oh. helping me not perspirate if I'm like, like, your body's naturally supposed to. So I think that's why they say right. the normal deodorant can can actually be dangerous because it's like creating an unnatural body function technically by like antiperspirant Um, and that's actually where I think the danger is but I'm curious so although we have maybe somewhat rival brands where you're still welcome here it's fine I'm not going to judge you you're welcome (laughs) Um, (laughs) no I'm kidding but I'm curious did you okay I never heard of this but I had a friend in town like two months ago and she was sharing with me that and her her boyfriend is also now on the natural deodorant kick and they were explaining to me that the, the cleanse they had to do. Did you ever hear about this? The, the armpit cleanse? No. Okay. No. This, I hadn't either. And it kind of traumatized me. I'm like, I never did that. And I don't think I'm going to. But basically, wow. I, I guess what you're technically supposed to do now, this isn't like, uh, I haven't read a research paper about this. So it's not, don't take it as gospel. But <laughs> um, what she shared with me is that you're technically supposed to wear no deodorant 
for four or five days when you're making the transition from your like armpits basically need to like they need to like cleanse themselves of all of the like other deodorant that you had and then you can switch to natural and actually start using that but you have to like sweat out all the other stuff which was super weird to me I was like I'm gonna not because I have to be with people (laughs) like maybe I don't know I'm like maybe if I have like five days where I have to go nowhere and see no one but exactly I was then that's basically what she said so she's like yeah that's pretty much what you do you it's like it's like there's a hurricane or something like you get a bunch of food and you hunker down and you stay in your house for like four (laughs) days I was like no thanks so I didn't know if you had heard of that transition period but apparently it's like a thing yeah that makes a lot of sense though and what you're saying about like the blockading of those pores like if you're I totally like get that our body has functions for a reason I'm pretty sure sweat like lets out toxins and two from our skin and bodies so mm-hmm. rather like changing the odor rather than like blocking the sweat completely makes sense but this cleanse my lord I feel so bad for the people sitting next to me in these auditoriums and class like look I'm on an armpit, armpit cleanse <laughs> Sorry if my thought. Sorry Just you like thought. you need it on a t-shirt. Like currently on armpit cleanse. Do not mind the, the, the pit stains. Yeah, like excuse the funk. You need like the arm. You need like a black shirt and you know every like total disclaimers oh, everywhere. Wow. Uh, oh my god. Giving me life. Well, I, love it. I I I don't know why this got into such depth about our armpits, but I love it. And this is actually helpful information because I know that I have so many people asking me about. Hey, like if we're gonna eat organically or you know how do you do you use natural makeup and natural and I'm like I'm still kind of working on the natural makeup switch because I understand why that's important but I think it's a grace giving process like this is why I kind of joke about it too like I don't know if I'm gonna go like full-on like navy seal level no armpit you know or no sweat for the next five days like that is a commitment and like that is a big deal um but anyways no I think I always try to give like a I always try to approach this kind of stuff from like a grace based place like hey yes. it's not going to be perfect you know like you don't have to yes. have everything in your cabinet completely organic like immediately I think it's a slow transition as you learn what brands you like what things you like also what your budget allows for it's a process exactly. you know so I was just curious what that experience was like for you but you had also shared with me a little bit about and we're going to be talking a lot about like food and fueling our bodies and how and what we put in our bodies and in our minds and all those things and so before we dig into yeah. that you had also mentioned that you kind of got on this like organic food kick is kind of what you call it can you expand on that and what that even means <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. So I, so I, so I'm in, I'm, I study psychology and I'm trying, I'm pursuing clinical psychology. And so I like study all things, the brain and neural and all of that. And so one of the things that one of the researches that I was coming across and looking more into was diet and mental health. Mm -hmm. Um, And one of the reasons was because that, you know, when it comes to anxiety and depression and things like that, uh, you know, there has been found that there are like lifestyle changes that you can make sometimes, not all the times. It depends on how clinical and severe, but some of these symptoms are caused by like nutritional deficiencies or nutrient deficiencies and such, um, mm-hmm. from natural resources like the sun or from what you're eating and that God has kind of put the medicine in our food, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And so and in our natural food and our food ha- has been so separated from us, um, from what it was generations ago, where you knew where your food came from and you knew like, you know, the farmer, mm-hmm. you know, who 
you went, you went and got it. You were in close contact with your food. Now it's highly factory based. You know, mm-hmm. there are something like six main companies that are processing all our meat, mm-hmm. you know, and there's just not a lot of, a whole lot of integrity within it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of our, some of the issues we're facing now does have to do with diet because what they found was there was kind of this bi-directional gut brain connection. Hmm. So for a long time, we thought that the brain was just talking to the gut, telling what the, the gut, what to do, what to process, things like that, move your bowels, mm-hmm. you know, move your intestines, break it down. But there's, it's actually bi-directional where the gut is also communicating to the brain and the, the whatever nutrients are being pulled from the gut. And even the like bacteria, there's good bacteria, bad bacteria, but we need it, um, is also sending signals to the brain and Hmm. fueling our brain. And so um, just understanding that, once I understood kind of the nutritional science behind it and whatnot, I just got very zealous about what I was eating. You know how it is. It's Mm -hmm. like when you find when you find Jesus the first time, you're like, oh, Jesus and nothing else. Yes. Like, you know, <laughs> it's like, it's I don't need to organic. eat. It's fine. <laughs> I, it's fine. Yeah. Yep. And so I, you know, so I was on this like huge organic binge and I was telling everybody in the house, like, look, we've got to get rid of this. We've got to eat this. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just like, for example, sugar is such a huge part of the American diet. Mm -hmm. We consume more sugar in a week than we did in a year in previous generations. Before sugar used to be like a commodity, a luxury. Now it's in everything. Mm -hmm. Even if it doesn't say sugar on the back, there's fructose, you know, Mm -hmm. and corn syrup and all those things are sugar and sugar is very bad for, you know, um, just, you know, certain metabolic systems mm-hmm. in your body. So without going too deep into all of that, um, I'm grace based too now where it's like, okay, you know, mm-hmm. I totally ate some of the Halloween candy this mm-hmm. year. And I was like, look, the kids will be fine. Um, <laughs> and I, I balance between inorganic and, uh, and organic depending on my budget and where I am and things like that. And, you know, trying mm-hmm. to, eat as clean as possible. Mm-hmm. I think because a lot of people just associate it with their physical health mm-hmm. and don't make the association with their mental health. And that is just one of like many kind of natural aspects and factors of mental health kind of on the biological mm-hmm. side of things. Well, I love that you share that because I 100% understand why. I mean, it makes sense that the food, which is meant to be fuel that we put to fuel our bodies, like our brain is part of our body. It actually yeah. is a physical organ. And I remember I was reading on your site, I'm going to pull it up, but you had shared um, a post that I actually kind of want to dig into a little bit. You said five reasons why what you can, what you eat can help improve your mental health this year. And that caught my attention. And I was like, well, yeah, that would make sense. Like your brain is an organ. Yeah. <laughs> and then you literally wrote, since the brain is an organ that undergoes a bio chemical process it brings into question how the quality of food we put into our bodies could affect our brains and mental well-being like because mental is sometimes we almost feel like it's elusive I think we forget that it's actually part of a physical physiological like process of our bodies just like our stomachs are just like our gallbladder is and anything else like obviously the the fuel that we put into our bodies can can affect it and so I kind of want to touch on what you said briefly two things one 
I love that you shared um, about like now taking a little bit more of a grace-based approach and remembering there are precautions we can take. We can be more intentional about this. We can be more aware so that we can make better choices without putting ourselves into such a crazy extreme lifestyle to where we're actually not living. So what does that look like for you on just like in a practical way? What would you recommend to someone like... I want to know kind of what does that mean? Like, what should we yeah. really be more most careful about avoiding? If we're going to try to take like, what is a practical way I can do this as a busy person, maybe on a budget, you know, what are a couple things I should really try to se- severely limit without necessarily feeling yeah. like I don't have a life? What would you recommend? Yeah. And I, I'll, you know, just intro and saying like, I'm not a nutritionist, but well, um, yes, <laughs> just, but like just from personal experience, for example, I think one of the, the two things I think that matter most when it comes to having organic uh, food is uh, produce. Um, so, you know, your veggies and your fruits, because there's so much going on with like pesticides and things mm-hmm. like that um, and what's actually going into the soil. And then also your meats for sure. Hmm. Um, your meats because, um, between just the hormones and how they're, how the animals are being raised and what the animals are being fed in their diet, like kind of those factory animals caged, caged versus the free range who are kind of raised with integrity and, um, eating off of natural resources as they should, Mm -hmm. because then what they eat goes into our bodies. Um, when we partake. So, Mm -hmm. um, I think the main two things are, you know, your produce and your meats, um, you know, lowering sugar intake as, as much as you can, but I'm, you know, grace space as well, Mm -hmm. you know, um, lowering sugar intake and lots of greens, um, Mm -hmm. lots of greens and lots of like fatty fish. Hmm. Uh, so like, um, salmon, uh, tuna, those contain omega threes and omega threes are like building blocks for your brain, um, and the brain structure and whatnot. So really it's just all about like giving your brain the fuel it needs so that it's just running effectively when it comes to cognition and and functionality um, and executive functioning when it comes to decision making so that your brain is kind of, you know, you're kind of uh, paddling downstream instead of paddling Mm -hmm. upstream Mm -hmm. when it comes to your mental processes through the day, especially Mm -hmm. for those of us that have long, tedious days. Yep. Yep. I love that. It's so true. And I find that so fascinating how, well, first of all, the fish thing is really interesting. And I don't know if you've ever heard of just a little hack for anyone else out there while we're on the like natural deodorant, organic foods kind of like kick. Um, One thing I want to talk about too is have you ever heard of, shoot, now I can't even think of what it's called, but you can get it at like uh, Trader Joe's or at Whole Foods or those types of stores. Uh It's like a, uh, like fish oil, but it comes in a refrigerated bottle and it you actually mm-hmm. it actually tastes like a smoothie it's like cream based and so it tastes like mango or strawberry oh. but it's fish oil supp- supplement that you put like a big spoonful and you take this and I remember I was at my friend's house when I first found this and she wow. talked about like how fish oil and um you know, omega threes are really good for your brain. She had mentioned that, but she's not doesn't yes. study the brain. So I was like, are you just pulling my leg right now? Yeah. But she's like talks she's trying to talk me into eating this fish oil like a spoonful of it and I'm like no heck no absolutely not um but she finally was like no smell it and it smelled like a mango and I was like huh okay so I try it and it does it tastes like a smoothie you wouldn't even know it's fish oil so if someone's like I don't like fish I would look into that again not a nutritionist here but it's a good like I didn't even know like 
truly that it affects your brain. So omega-3s knowing yes. that that can help your brain processes. Um, <laughs> good thing I'm taking that fish oil. I highly recommend it. Um, yeah. I'll have or to like look up tablet. what it's called and link it in this post. What'd you say? Or, or like you can take like the supplements. Oh, yeah. Like the tab- yep. tablets. Yeah. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. With two little kids, I do most of my shopping online now, but it can be so hard to shop for things like clothes online because I never know if I'm getting good quality until it arrives. The game changer? Upgrading to high quality affordable pieces from Quince. Now I have luxury essentials that transition from one occasion to the next, and I stayed on budget. Quince has so many options to choose from, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14-karat gold jewelry. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50-80% to less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. One of my favorite items from Quince is the silk pajamas I got. They are so high quality, luxury pajamas, but not at a luxury price tag. And I just feel like they don't even compare to some of the other pajamas that I have bought online or that I've bought um, just at various different stores. And like, these are incredible. (laughs) Indulge in affordable luxury by going to quince.com slash she for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash she to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash she. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. Thrive Market is a go-to for all your grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories, and you can use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low-sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with just a few clicks. And when you shop Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for- one membership matching program. You join and they give. I use Thrive Market every single month. I get our dish detergent, dish soap, and various other just basic household essentials that are low-tox and non-tox ingredients, and it is the easiest way to get all of my favorite clean items sent right to my door at an affordable price, I should add. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash she for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash she. Thrivemarket.com slash she. So speaking of that, this was also something I came across. I love like looking at my guests' socials and their blogs and everything. (laughs) And I I just found it so interesting because this is something we haven't really talked about on this show and just how like just the brain in general and brain function, brain health, how 
you know, our fuel can affect it. And so I found something that you had shared on social media where you talked about like some of the essential nutrients in our diet that can help with energy, mood level, and clear thinking. And you then mentioned that many Americans are deficient in these areas. And you pointed out like vitamin B12 and iodine and vitamin D and calcium. And I'm curious, like, why do you think that we are deficient in those areas? Yeah, I think that we're just, a lot of us aren't getting it in our natural diets. Um, you know, um, and a lot of these are found in things like green leafy plants, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for example, B12 is, um, it's broken down in animal fats, like mm-hmm. animal meats. So if you're, for example, vegan or vegetarian, you definitely might want to look out for that. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's where you find higher concentrates of that. Also like things like vitamin D, for example, um, vitamin D metabolizes, um, through our skin, uh, and through from the sunlight mm-hmm. and that helps with the production of serotonin and serotonin is known kind of like as a feel-good neurochemical and helping stabilize mood balance well a lot of us aren't getting a lot of sunlight um mm-hmm. i know even for me like if you're inside a lot uh, we have very sedentary lives and these office lives where we're inside sitting down we don't really see the sun um mm-hmm. is where you know prior generations you know a lot of work took place outside of the home and, Mm -hmm. you know, laboring in the sun. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, as a society, we're kind of deficient in, you know, things like vitamin D, which come from sunlight. And I think that because of just all the processing that's going on with our food and all these processed foods that strips Mm -hmm. our foods Mm -hmm. of their nutrients, of their natural uh, chemicals. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So, that's kind of was I, why I was on my organic binge. You start finding this stuff out and you're yeah. like, oh my gosh, this makes sense. This makes sense. Right. Um, but again, grace-based and just uh, th- that being said, if you are struggling with like anxiety or depression or things of that nature, I would, I would totally recommend going to your doctor and asking them to check for some of these nutrient levels hmm. because a lot of doctors are very well-meaning, right? But don't unless you ask for it. So like I take that, I took that list into my doctor hmm. and found out that I was lower in vitamin D. Um, and that actually happens more for people of color because hmm. you have the melanin that's kind of blocking when the sunlight's kind of trying to metabolize on your skin. Yeah. So long story short, um, you know, we're deficient of it just because of our diet, our lifestyle, um, the processing of our foods these days. Um, and there are some really great, great books that highlight that such as the happiness diet by Dr. Tyler Graham and Drew Ramsey, um, that kind of go more into depth with that, but I totally recommend checking out. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. We'll link that too, because that sounds really interesting. The happiness diet is what it's called. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, Okay. So I want to dig into a couple of things. Let's stick on this for just a second, because I want to highlight, this looks like it was literally something you were studying in a textbook, but this is important information. And um, I want to just, can I go through the list of what you had shared as a good summary of an essential nutrients so that if someone's like, I want to check on these. Okay. Do you know them off the top of your head? Do you want me to quiz you? (laughs) No, I have not memorized it, right? Like we don't technically memorize these things. We research them, we yep. share them, but we don't, con- we don't like 
have the capacity to contain that. Yes, everything. I so figured. I figured. Feel well, free to read it all. I think it would be important to share because it is so practical and it is uh, really helpful to understand. It was very informative for me. And so if it's informative for me, and since this is something that you are really studying and researching in depth and can speak on with authority, I think it's important to share on. But to summarize what, um, what Brittany put in this quick little training, she said, vitamin B12, iodine, magnesium, cholesterol, vitamin D, calcium, fiber, folate, vitamin A, omega-3s, vitamin E, and iron. So these are 12 essential nutrients in our diet that can help with energy, mood level, and clear thinking. Um, so I'm, I'm thankful yeah. that you shared that, and we'll make sure we kind of link a little bit more to that, but you went into more detail on previous slides or, or subsequent slides yeah. about how B12 can cause ir- or low B12 can cause irritability and fatigue and depressive symptoms and things that you've kind of shared. So this is really, really helpful. And then you even shared where to find it. So we'll make sure that we kind of share that information in depth as well. Um, Amen. Yeah, it's great. It's great. And I, I want to dive into some of the other uh, components beyond just the specifics of the nutrients in the food. But I do want to, can we dive into what you shared on the five reasons why what you can eat, eat what, what you eat can help you your mental health this year? Because as we're moving into, you know, a new year and really taking inventory of our health and our life and our spiritual health and our emotional health, um, I want to, I want to start with the physical and then I know you also go deeper, but can you tell me those five reasons or can you just share on why you kind of share these five reasons and how it can impact your mental health, what you're actually physically consuming? Yeah, I would have to pull up the exact five reasons over. Oh, that's okay. Um, Go ahead. To if read you need it to. Off. But yeah, but definitely um, the reason why I wrote that article was because the more that I was talking about it, right, like I was in this super zealous period and I was talking about it on social media and it's like, okay, look, I'm, I'm not a nutritionist, mm-hmm. <laughs> like telling people that, but this is what has been found in the research in regards to uh, diet and mental health. Mm-hmm. And uh, the reason why I just shared that is because I like talking about things that we can do when mm-hmm. it comes to our mental health. I think that it can be um, sometimes the mental health world can be a little bit depressing. You know, mm-hmm. we're trying to talk a lot about, you know, what anxiety is, what depression is and factors and risk factors and symptoms and all of that. But I just felt like there needed to be a balance with the upside of, okay, well, like, what can we do? Mm -hmm. What is within our willpower? What is within our range? And I felt like, well, uh, you know, diet is one of the things that we can control, you know, Mm -hmm. um, what, what we're putting into our bodies. And so this was just one part of me kind of just giving more information on things that everyday person can do to help improve their mental health that is within their control. And Mm -hmm. as I was sharing about it, I mean, I got people messaging me that were like, oh my gosh, like, yes, I went to my doctor. I found out that a lot of my depression was linked to a vitamin D deficiency. Mm -hmm. And once I started taking supplements for it, like my whole mood changed, it changed my life, Mm -hmm. you know, going forward, knowing that, but I would have never known. Mm -hmm. Um, And so just being able to make up for some of the natural elements that we can implement into our lifestyles. Mm -hmm. I, th- I found this really interesting and I think it's something that is important to understand and to talk about. So I'll make sure I link the article here, but I just want to summarize the five points that you made because it's kind of what we've already talked about. And then I want to move into something that you just touched on, but just for everyone to know the five reasons that she shared um, is that, you know, you're obviously we already talked about this a little bit, but um, you impact your mental health at the biological level when you focus on what you eat and what you put into your body. The second reason is that what you put in your body makes up the building blocks of your brain chemistry, um, which I think is really 
interesting and that's kind of this is where you referenced I believe the happiness or no no no. then the third reason was many mental health issues like anxiety and depression can be traced to a nutrient deficiency this is where you mentioned the happiness diet so I want to make sure we link that um also you shared because this is your temple which I want to dig into a little bit more um how to treat your mind like a temple so that's why I wanted to bring this up and then also you shared for reason number five is better mood clearer thinking and sustainable energy um can you, I want to dive into two things. One, the sustainable energy piece. And then I want to go back to kind of treating your body and your mind like a temple and where that comes from. So can you first talk about sustainable energy a little bit when it comes to your mental health? Yeah. So, you know, I, I know that like you, we're, we talked about before how we're threes. And so, mm-hmm. um, especially for those of us who have high producing jobs, you know, um, there you'll find that you kind of, you do, you need that mental energy and you need that mental clarity to kind of be lasting longer, that focus, you know, um, and attention. And so, yeah, a lot of times when it comes to diet and for example, like omega threes that help with you know, cognition and effectiveness, um, when it comes to your thinking, uh, that's what it's been tied to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can actually, by supplementing your diet healthily, especially even things just like drinking more water, which is mm-hmm. this basic thing that like, I don't know, I constantly fail at. <laughs> it's <just> like, <laughs> did I drink any water today? Mm-hmm. Um, which is essentially just a lubricant for our entire body mm-hmm. internally, you know, mm-hmm. um, by eating things that just, you know, really build up your brain functioning. Um, and kind of, like I said, has you kind of swimming downstream rather than fighting against mm-hmm. your brain, mm-hmm. you know, and your energy, like fueling your body things that will help with that effectiveness and that smoothness um, of energy hmm. is is going to make a difference in just kind of your how you're working. At least that's what I noticed in my own life. Like hmm. when I started changing my diet, I was able to work longer hours. I didn't have these like crashes in the middle of the day where I just couldn't focus as much um, and things like that. Hmm. So good. It's so interesting because – I just keep coming back to how interesting it is. Like, it's like, it should, it's, it should seem so obvious, but then when you really dig into yeah. it and you look at the nutrients and you, even like you shared about water, it is like an internal processing lubricant. It's like, no wonder I feel so exhausted when I haven't had water. You know, it's just like, it seems to be so obvious, but yet we get so busy in right. producing. Oh, <laughs> oh no, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, and then you have to think also like sometimes in the middle of the day, I don't know if you've experienced where it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. Like, I don't think how I'm going to be able to get anything else done today Mm because my brain is shutting down. Like Mm -hmm. my brain is at capacity. Sometimes I'm found, it's just like, oh wait, maybe it's because I haven't eaten all day, (laughs) you -hmm. know? And Mm -hmm. because, you know, your food, when it goes into your body, um, it breaks down into into, um, glucose, which is stored energy. Mm -hmm. um, And that stored energy fuels your fuels your body right mm-hmm. so sometimes it's just like you know what just take a break mm-hmm. eat something have some you know protein yeah. um and just it's just your body needs to be refueled because it's running on eat mm-hmm. interesting yeah Okay, so I want to dive from there. Can we pivot a little bit into speaking on you shared one of the reasons why what you eat affects your mental health and why that matters and why we need to be cognizant of it is you shared because your body is a temple. And I would love to hear a little bit about that and what your perspective is on that. Yeah, I'm so glad you said that because I feel like 
you know, when we think about physical health and things like that, we just automatically think about our bodies. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's just kind of how advertisement and society has been when it comes to health. It's just, it's about your body, you know, eat well for your body, for your heart, for your mm-hmm. cholesterol, mm-hmm. you know, but like you said, the brain is also an organ. Um, and so we want it when, you know, scripture talks about treating our you know, body as a temple, I see that including our mind, our Mm -hmm. mind is a temple as well. So when I think of, I don't know, like the temple and it being a sacred space, you know, you're caring for it, you know, um, you're, uh, you're tending to it, right. And Mm -hmm. you're fueling it with what it needs. You're giving it the breaks it needs. Um, you're taking the time to kind of get in tune with your mental state and mental space and making that a priority. And so, um, you know, you're talking to yourself the way that you would, talk to a friend and, you know, just treating it as a temple, treating it as a sacred space, just like your body, because we, we tend to separate the two. Mm -hmm. So whenever I talk about mental health, I really try to integrate the two back together Mm -hmm. in a culture where we've separated it for so long. Mm -hmm. um, And just seen it as this existential space and like, you know, it's like, yeah, God cares about your brain too. Like he, right. he cares about your mind, you know? <laughs> um, right. So, yeah. Well, I think that that's so true. And I, you had shared, um, not, I think in the same kind of vein about how you're, if you really think about it, like your body is the vehicle you're given out to carry out your purpose and how your yes. mind is like the way that you're going to understand that. And that's where you really bring those gifts and abilities and whatnot to the table. So keeping that healthy, I think starts with keeping what houses it healthy in many ways. Um, from, yeah. and from a spiritual perspective, then it's like, why have we separated the two? It's, it's such a good question. So I love that you're blending these. I think what's unique about what you're, what you're studying and what you're sharing about is that you're blending a faith-based perspective where often we kind of like separate that with the practical pieces of how can we fuel our bodies and our minds well? What does that look like with the choices that we're making, with the foods that we're eating, that kind of a thing, with also like the the actual uh, kind of clinical study of the brain, right? In these kind of three spheres that tend to, for some reason at times, exist independently but as a creative and as a working woman um and and someone who's busy it can be so easy to just like totally forget about your brain even though it's the very thing that allows you to do what you're doing and your body body's ability to like show up there is like they go so closely together and they're so closely tied and the the willingness to have the discipline to maintain a healthy mind and to to care about the health of our mind as much as we care about the health of our bodies and whatnot is or our you know our our weight and our uh, muscle and all of those things it's like they're so closely connected and it's so important to remember Mm -hmm. as a creative as a student as a hardworking woman who's busy whose mind's constantly going a million directions and I think I don't know if you've studied this at all I'm just going to throw this random question at you um but what have you have you found or learned anything about the female kind of brain because I feel like we talked about this uh, off air we talked about kind of the multi-interested multi-tasking multi-passionate type brain (laughs) where I think a lot of creative women have like a lot of different ideas going on they're always crossing into millions of directions it feels like we can think about a lot of things at once how does that have you found or like studied anything on how that can affect our focus how it can affect our productivity how it can affect our mental health like what have you found on that if anything or just in your own experience yeah, like I haven't specifically studied the difference like between the male and the female brain or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
you know, I think that what helps generally when I share this kind of like integration with people is understanding that we have a bio, psycho, social, spiritual perspective, mm. right? So I, I hear you like by experience, even though I'm studying this stuff, mm -hmm. it slips me in my own life. It's so mm -hmm. easy to, um, and so understanding there's a biopsychosocial spiritual perspective and that all we were created, um, for all of these basic essential human needs to be met. Mm -hmm. And so I think for the hardworking woman, just, you know, having that perspective, that integrated perspective when it comes to her mental health. So mm -hmm. biological, right? We were talking about the brain. So there are hundreds of thousands of neurochemical reactions taking place in the brain, you know, like every second, as you guys are listening to us speak, mm -hmm. um, there are neural pathways, you know, and certain neural pathways can be strengthened uh, the more that we practice, say, a certain way of thinking or a repeated thought pattern, and that's mm -hmm. called neuroplasticity. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we have hormones, speaking of women, mm -hmm. <laughs> we have hormones going on, right? Um, something that a lot of women don't realize when it comes to depression is there is, um, uh, there actually sometimes it, it can be affected by that time of the month, mm -hmm. right? Because with different hormones raging, um, so there's hormonal aspects. And then with the psychological perspective, understanding that, you know, we have this certain framework that has kind of just been structured in our minds from experience, from what we've learned through experience that has shaped our perspectives um, as is going back as far as childhood. Right. Mm. Um, and the automatic thought patterns that you tend to have and continue to practice. Um, and then there's the social aspect, which is that we were created for community. And, you know, I think for the woman who is kind of ambitious and hardworking, we are used to kind of doing things on our own. Um, we're used to picking up things on our own and just going, 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 like, I got to get this done, mm. period, end of story. Mm -hmm. um, and making time, like seriously, making time for those social relationships that we were created for. Um, and that's also spiritual, but it's also biological. You know, they have found that people who have more meaningful conversations have more fulfillment in life. And those who tend to live in more isolation, it actually decreases their life expectancy. Like social aspect kind of is its own element mm -hmm. uh, that I think should be actually just studied on its own mm -hmm. uh, a little bit more. Um, and then the spiritual aspect, which is, you know, what do you truly believe? You know, what do you mm. truly believe about what I call the inward, the upward, inward, outward relationship, which is mm. like one, what do you believe to be true about God mm -hmm. and his call on your life and how you view him, how to your inward, which is how are you viewing yourself? Um, and you know, the calling that's on your life or what you may have been called to do. Um, what do you think about yourself? And the outward relationship, which is how you are, you know, responding to the environment and those around you, which really flows from the upward inward, your relationship with God and yourself. Um, and so what do you believe to be deeply true in the moments when your faith is tested the most, mm. when you're tested the most, when you're that, you know, being refined by fire, not just what scripture is posted in your bio, mm -hmm. you know, but what do you really believe to be true as far as your life view, your view of your reality? Mm. Um, and so those are, the, the, um, those are really the four aspects 
that I like to highlight um, when looking at mental health holistically, you know, for the working woman and really for anyone in general. And I think that once people kind of wrap their head around that perspective, bio, psycho, social, spiritual, Mm -hmm. this makes the whole being, then it helps them um, not see it as so separate because we've treated it like car parts for so long, you know, okay, the car broke down. We just got to fix the engine or fix the brakes. And it's like, no, it's actually a symphony of things working together Mm -hmm. and affecting each other. And so we want to make sure we're kind of like tending to those areas. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting and such a good, a good analogy. The car example is such a good analogy. I never really thought of it like that, but it's true. It makes complete sense. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. I want to hear about one other thing before we let you go. Um, yeah, yeah. Tell me about the daily mental health tracker tool. I saw that you've shared about that and I'm curious what that is and why it's important and how to use it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad that you brought that up. That's so funny. Cause that was one of the things that I was just like, I'm like you, I'm a creative. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm just going to make something that I think might be helpful and useful. It's something that would be helpful for me. And I'm just going to throw it up on Etsy and see what happens. Yeah. Um, and so the mental health tracker is just a way to like, one, it, it helps you practice the pause to get back in touch with where you are mentally. I feel like your mental state is one of those things that just aren't tangible in your life. But like you said, they affect you the most. Um, you're, you're, you know, life kind of flows from your thoughts. And so having a mental health tracker kind of helps you pause at the beginning of the day to track, okay, like kind of what, how much, like what level of anxiety am I having or have I been having, Hmm. you know, how much sleep have I been getting, you know, how much fitness and exercise have I been getting in, Um, you know, what am I grateful for and things like that that just cause you to really just pay attention to your mental state. And the second part is that um, it's a tracker. It's something you could print out and use every day over time because we like, we can't tell when we're starting to mentally decline a lot of the time. Hmm. Like we think that we can, and sometimes we're better at it than others, but we're going about life so much Mm -hmm. that we often don't realize it until we're burnt out, Mm -hmm. until we hit rock bottom, until the depression is so bad or the anxiety is so bad that it's like unmanageable. Mm -hmm. And so the tracker is just to help say kind of like keep tabs on, oh, wait, I noticed like maybe these two weeks in a row, I've been like a five on my anxiety, you know, Mm -hmm. or I just, I, I haven't been getting, or I haven't been getting any sleep, which is also just a driver of anxiety because sleep is such a restorative period for your brain. And so if you're constantly on edge, it's kind of a cycle. It increases the anxiety, which decreases the sleep. And so you can kind of catch those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just a way to make you aware so that hopefully you can intervene before it gets really bad, or you mm-hmm. can, you know, call up your counselor or therapist or, you know, start checking in with people and say, okay, I noticed I'm kind of going downhill. Um, I'm looking at my tracker or for those who actually like live with a diagnosis, um, that might just be really great to actually like share with your therapist. Um, because mm. a lot of times when you go into a therapy session and they're asking how things, how you've been, sometimes you don't really remember 
Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you can only kind of base off of what you're feeling in the moment, but you're not realizing like what has been going on with your mental state or where you like the past couple weeks. And so just being able to even bring that into a session or just in a person of accountability and wisdom that you trust. So to just show like, oh, like this is where I've been, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So good. Such a cool tool. I stumbled upon that. And I thought what a neat idea of just a very basic everyday tool that someone can use to really like physically check it, not be like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm feeling fine. Like actually digging into some right. really important questions and visually seeing it because it's kind of like journaling. Um, I think journaling can be a really helpful practice yes. because you can watch your progress of like, oh, this is where I was back in January. This is where I'm at now in, in April. Like, wow, look at how far I've come, even if I feel like I still have work to do or if I still feel like there's like unresolved resolve things like look what God's done look what's happened in my life look at the progress I've made in these ways right. and so why wouldn't we apply that to our mental health because we do it also I think when we're tracking you know if we're trying to gain muscle weight or we're trying to lose weight or like track our, our physical kind of body uh, makeup and we're trying to track that progress we're typically pretty diligent about that but then not so diligent so much with our mental health so I think that's just such a practical tool to kind of weave in and integrate um, in yeah. relation to everything that you've shared so I love that. Well, Brittany, thank you so much for sharing all the things from deodorants (laughs) to uh, essential nutrients to all the reasons why our bodies uh, very much correlate with. It's really a a systematic kind of full functioning. Yes. All the the components together, how that really works, uh, practical tools we can can take or practical tools we can use and steps we can take. The last thing I want to ask you, and then we will uh, kind of close up here, but I want to know what would be a practical step or a per like just a piece of advice or a a step that you would recommend to someone who feels like they are uh, struggling with anxiety or depression or some sort of mental health challenge and not quite sure what to do next. Maybe they've, uh, maybe they haven't, you know, seeked out help yet, but maybe they have. Like, what would you say is like a really basic, important piece of advice for anyone who's burned out, overwhelmed, stressed, struggling with anxiety, trying to do all the things um, and just feeling like they're struggling or trying to keep their head above water? Yeah, I would definitely like practice the pause and take a step back and see if there is anything first of all, that you can kind of like decrease from your plate. And Mm -hmm. I'm just talking from personal experience Mm -hmm. because sometimes when we're feeling burnt out and things like that, it's because we aren't aligned with our priorities. Mm -hmm. Um, We're like doing everything but what we need to be doing, like Mm -hmm. what we need to keely focus on. Mm -hmm. So I think one just really immediate practical thing to do is like, okay, what is not priority that I've been doing too much of that Mm -hmm. I need to pull back on, right? And I say that first because I think that's something anyone could do. Um, and then the second thing that I would do is like reach out for help, you know, um, Mm -hmm. with a counselor or therapist, because they're going to help do an assessment Mm -hmm. to see like the severity level of the anxiety or depression, which is often really hard for us to gauge within ourselves. We don't really have a good gauge for it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) for how deep we are in the hole, but there are, um, there are like assessments that a therapist or counselor will use to help gauge that. Hmm. Um, And so I know that's kind of tricky for people. So the first thing that I would say, uh, try going through your insurance, like if you have health insurance or like Medi-Cal or whatnot, and try to find a provider that's in coverage or there's like psychologytoday.com where you can search a therapist 
or um, if you're a student and you're in college, a lot of times they have mental health services on campus and like a certain amount of sessions are included with your student services. So I always like to advocate that to college students. Mm-hmm. Um, or even if it's just like, gosh, I remember when I was going through a really deep anxiety, I think that I signed up for like a mentorship program at my church and with a mentor that I met with weekly. I had also joined Celebrate Recovery at church that I went to weekly just to like get out and around people and have a space to talk about my brokenness. Mm. Um, And even that was very healing for me, even just beginning that process. So Mm. all in all, like, talk to someone (laughs) like start talking to someone about it because I truly believe we are as sick as our secrets and the more you know secretive we are about it the more it manifests and grows Mm -hmm. whatever you're struggling with so I mean you know talk to someone about it um and then from there usually with say a therapist or counselor they'll help come up with goals with you Mm -hmm. um as far as how to progressively get out of the state that you're in and get unstuck and a lot of times they have you know um through training and things proven and kind of effective treatments Mm -hmm. that help Mm -hmm. you know and coping skills that help So you don't have to go through it alone. You don't have to try to figure it out. A lot of times we feel like, well, this is my burden. I have to figure it out or I don't trust anyone with this because they're going to judge me or we have all these reasons why we don't want to share what's really going on with us. Mm -hmm. But if we truly want to be healthy and healed, which is entirely possible, recovery is entirely possible, um, then we have to also equally be willing to do the work and do what it takes because it's so worth it. We could find ourselves in a completely different place in our lives than when we were just by taking the healing steps that we need and getting that help. So do it, you know? Yes, I a hundred percent. And I also love that you shared some resources too, some very practical resources that are available in different spaces. So thank you for that as well. Very, very helpful. Uh, Thank you so much for sharing your, your knowledge and all the research you've done and the, and what you've been learning and um, just your insight and encouragement. Just, I think it's a very hopeful and educational uh, hybrid here with all of this information. And it's, I think really helpful. And that's really what we need. I think sometimes we can be so encouraged that we miss out on the education piece of what can I actually practically be doing? How does this work from a scientific perspective, you know? And sometimes we can get so into the scientific that we miss the, we, we crave that encouragement and and the hope. that we kind of co we need both you know so I love your perspective I love your approach and really appreciate what you're doing um thank you so much for your time thank you yeah where can everybody find you yeah I'm on Instagram um just under my name Brittany Moses um I'm also I also actually have another Instagram uh called Christian Mental Health and that's where i like just share a bunch of encouragement on the intersection of faith and mental health mm. and my website, brittanyamoses.com. And I have the faith and mental wellness podcast where I have more discussions about the intersectionality of faith and health on things like diet and um, the brain and different things with, with those with lived experience and clinicians in the field. So mm. those are really cool. Awesome. So yeah, it's been so fun spending my morning with you. Absolutely. We've, had, we've been talking for like <laughs> two hours. <laughs> I know we've had quite the morning co uh, co recording podcast. We got to talk about uh, mental health and social media over on yours. So y'all, if you're yes, checking her out, you'll please. be able to hear me over there as well and hear that conversation about the intersectionality, honestly, of faith, mental health, and and social media and how these things tie together. So really interesting conversation, really interesting.
interesting information. So Brittany, thanks for your time. It has been such an honor. And uh, everybody, until next time, we are good to go. I'd love to hear from you. It makes me so happy to see you tuning into this show. So if you're on Instagram, let me know what your favorite part of the show was by taking a screenshot of the episode you've tuned into and share it on your story. Tag me at Jordan Lee Dooley and tell me what your favorite quote or takeaway from today's show was so that I can see what's helping you and even feature what you share. This keeps me inspired and encouraged to keep creating new content and it's a great way to share something that your friends might love too. I can't wait to see you in Instagram world, my friend. Thanks for tuning in. To learn more about the She Podcast or to get involved in Jordan's growing community, visit jordanleedooley.com. Thanks for joining in today. Until next time, remain committed to intentional choices that refine your heart, faith, health, and work because your story is much too important to settle for anything less. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu.